Welcome back to We The People podcast. We have another good show for you. Three more segments in this one. Lots to bring to you. So let's start off with, of course, the Amendment 21 of the Constitution, which appeals Amendment 18. The 18th this is section 1. The 18th article amendment is the Constitution of the United States is hereby repealed. The transportation or import importation into any state, territory, or possession of the United States for delivery or use therein uh, of intoxicating liquors in violation of the laws thereof is hereby prohibited. Section 3. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by conventions in the several in the several states as provided in the Constitution when within seven years from the date of the submission hereof to the states of Congress. It, in other words, the prohibition ended with Amendment 21 on Amendment 18, and this was ratified in 12 5 of 1933 to allow alcohol to be distributed and sold again in the United States. That's Amendment 21. We will be back right after this. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the three segments that we have for you. Will be Israel calls up 300,000 reservists to defend against Hamas. New data indicates massive recession in 2024, and at least nine American deaths reported in Hamas strikes on Israel. So let's start with the first one. Israel calls up 300,000 reservists to defend against Hamas. A record 300,000 reservists have been drafted by Israel in response to the multi-front front attack by Hamas. On Monday, the chief military spokesman for the Jewish state, Rear Admiral Daniel Hager, said that Israel aircrafts have been eyeing Gaza targets while ground forces work to take back border towns and villages. Israel says it will not stop until Hamas military fracture is dismantled. Officials maintain that this task will likely include a ground invasion and will take months. This draft is the largest ever for Israel. Individuals who are required to join the draft are those under 40 years old who previously enlisted or retired from Israel Defense Force. We have never drafted so many reservists on such a scale, Hagir said. We are going on the offensive. This comes after the Islamic terrorist group Hamas launched a surprise terror attack on Israel over the weekend. The total death total has surpassed 1,200 with thousands more injured. Over 900 people have been killed in Israel and more than 400 killed in Gaza. Additionally, men, many Israelites citizens and some American citizens have been reported as being kidnapped by Hamas and have been taken to Gaza as hostages. 
that is a good thing that they have gone ahead and brought up um, 300,000 reservists or what they're calling a, their first draft ever but they want to be on the offensive and on top of that with the people that have died including Americans you have uh, Israel doing something about it and I think with the with Americans dying on this the United States should be more on a ground effort because we have Americans that have lost their life and possibly have Americans um, <coughs> excuse me have Americans become hostages that is an act of war I believe but it's still like I said it's up to Biden what his decision is and uh, knowing what he's knowing who he is and what he does and how he's handled stuff in the past um, he's going to show strength without strength which is no strength at all hopefully that uh, besides of course taking our greatest carrier and mo most modern uh, equipment over there that um, he's got to think about something for the ground because like I say you there's only so much you can do in the air especially with the fact that you know Hamas is going to be using hostages as shields and when you're trying to kill them you're going to end up killing civilians and you don't want to do that so to prevent that the only choice you have is you have to go in with ground troops I know he doesn't want to do that but it's the only viable option to where you don't harm any civilians it's basically no choice hopefully they'll the intelligence will give him the total information and he's just gonna have to go with something that I know I wouldn't I don't want to see either but it's something that's gonna have to take place that's all I can tell you it's just something that is gonna have to take place we'll be back we'll be right back after this Welcome back to We The People Podcast. Here's the second segment of tonight's episode. New data indicates massive recession in 2024. According to experts, the year 2024 could see the worst economic collapse since the Great Depression. Despite the White House's continuous claims that Bidenomics is working successfully and benefit to benefit the economy, fears remain high that a recession could be right around the corner due to a sharp rise in inflation, interest rates, and market uncertainty. Uncertainty. The strain, uh, the strain on the U.S. economy began in 2020 due to the number of factors, especially when the COVID-19 pandemic prom prompted government lockdowns and mandates. The U.S. Congress spent trillions of dollars to keep the economy and stock market afloat. Additionally, policies set by the Federal Reserve led to money creation at unprecedented levels. Subcommittee Chair Representative Brad Winstrope claimed that the massive growth in government in government spending referring to the 4.6 trillion spent on US COVID response is ultimately the 
what caused the inflation the U.S. is seeing today. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve kept interest rates extremely low during the pandemic despite economic economists warning that this coupled with the increase in government spending could later trigger a recession. In 2022, the Federal Reserve also began raising interest rates again in order to undo the damage caused by the pandemic and to tame inflation. However, the Biden administration Congress and Congress did not pull back on government spending. As a result, the inflation rate has dropped, but not enough to deflate prices. Consumer goods, gas, rent, and housing prices remain much higher than before the pandemic. Additionally, the U.S. money supply has fallen at a present unprecedented rate, which is another potential issue for curbing Inflation. According to the latest Federal Reserve data, the M2 money supply, which refers to cash, personal savings, and market accounts accessible to consumers, fell to $20.673 trillion in April. This is a drop of $1.031 trillion from a peak in July of 2022. A one-year on a year-over-year -year basis, the 4.6% drop in April 2023, the largest decline since the Fed began formally tracking M2 in 1959. The lower money supply prompted <coughs> by the Fed's policies and the Biden administration spending has inflicted a huge strain on American families. More Americans are reportedly dipping into their savings and depending on credit cards to cover basic, basic living expenses leading to consumer debt reaching a new heights. Here we are again, having to do with more spending um, by the government has hurt, of course, the American people. And then you also have where, you know, Biden keeps spending money to be able to bail out the, the, um, the college uh, debt. And now you have this to where finally it's all starting to catch up because people can only survive so long to keep um, using their credit cards, but yet you don't have the money to be able to pay for the credit cards because you're also having to spend your money on gas, on food, uh, your household electricity, and all of that. That's gone, and everything has gone up, and not not just one part of it. Everything has gone up. So once you're dipping into your savings and you're having to use credit cards, there's a, a break. There's got to be a breaking point because then there's a point where. People are going to start to see, I can't afford to pay these bills that I've created on top of trying to keep my house afloat and keep my car and keep food on the table. So guess what? Something has finally got to give and we'll see come 2024, which is just right around the corner, on if this becomes fruition, that we will have a, a, a very harsh um, recession and if we do that's going to be very very bad for of course us the people and the economy and we'll just have to wait to see I mean like I said it's just around the corner to be able to see if that's going to come to fruition I don't want it to but what you if you look at everything that's going on you can say that there is a very good op, uh, possibility that we're going to have a very 
dangerous recession. If you pay attention to like car dealerships, cars aren't flying off the lot like they were for a little while there where people were having to special order and buy them. Right now, I've seen even my local ones, they're still sitting with vehicles that I've gone by just to look at because they're, I've, I like what's, what certain things look like. And they're like, oh, you better get it because it's going to move off the lot. It's still sitting there, and it's already been, what, a couple weeks now? And those vehicles have been already there for a couple weeks prior. And so that just shows you that there's just not, things are slowing down. And it's and that just means for bad, bad economics and possibly a, a recession coming around the cor around the corner. Just hopefully it's not going to be like they're like they're predicting. Be right back. For the last for the last and final segment. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. We're going to give you the third and final segment of tonight's episode. At least nine Americans' deaths reported in Hamas strike on Israel. The State Department announced that at least nine Americans have been killed in Hamas terrorist strikes on Israel. Israel media has also reported over 800 Israelites have died since the attacks began on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Palestinian Ministry of Health claimed over 550 people have died in Gaza Strip. At this time, we can confirm the deaths of nine U.S. citizens, a spokesperson for the U.S. Embed embassy in Israel told Fox News. We extend our deepest condolences to the victims and the families of all those affected. We continue to monitor the situation closely and remain in touch with our Israel partners and their local authorities. The spokesperson added, we are in touch with the families and providing all appropriate counsel counselor assistance. Additionally, in the interview of an MSNBC State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller noted that there are also reports of Americans who are unaccounted for. We continue to work to confirm that number to try to locate those who are missing, he added. We don't have the sol we don't have solid information about either the number or where they might be. Furthermore, casualties have continued to rise as the war has continued to rage on. Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared war on Sunday and called up 300,000 reservists in preparing for ground assault in Gaza. The country has claimed they will not be conducting hostage negotiations while their military operation is still continuing. Israel Military forces recaptured areas near the Gaza Strip that were overrun by Hamas over the weekend, according to Reuters' report. <coughs> that is crazy that we have already nine people dead, and we have possibly many more that have been taken as hostage. We probably don't even know exactly how many have actually died, and hopefully those numbers we will know on both parts. 
Right now is not the time to go ahead and do negotiations to try to get these people back. Right now is the biggest effect is trying to get ground, ground troops in there just the way how Israel's doing. Get ground troops in there. Get Hamas back out of Israel and then continue going after him and finish him off and get then get back our citizens from Hamas on whoever they have as hostages and then hopefully that maybe we can find the bodies of the dead of the dead people and be able to give better information to the to the loved ones back here to give them their to let them know where their family members are if they're still alive or not alive good it's just better to be able to know if you have a family member that has passed away and where they're at they're not having a single clue at all so that's what I'm saying ground troops are going to be needed so that way we can get all these answers for everybody here in America so that way they know hey my family member still alive or hey I want my family member back so that way we can give them a proper burial and so that way we can put them to rest and we can be able to mourn. But with no knowledge of anything is more suffering because you don't have a clue. You don't know if the individual is alive or dead. So hopefully we get to that point that Biden makes that decision. Yes, it's a very difficult decision. Nobody wants to make those decisions like that. But the best opportunity is make that decision so that way we can have proper closure for many of the families back here and the proper answers for them. Instead of just saying we just don't know at this time, we'll get you all get you the information as we get the information, which is true. But it's easier to be able to get it done quicker if you put men on the ground. It's I'm sorry, it's a no choice at this point when you have even American citizens losing their lives even American citizens um, being used as uh, being held as hostages and who knows what else is being done to them that Biden needs to take action and needs to finally show strength and show the rest of the world who America really is and not who he is portrayed America to be Thank you for listening tonight. You're a wonderful, great American public that I get to speak to every single night. To make anything and everything built to be possible, get with your congressman, get with your senator. They got They have to make the choice on being able to um, decide on if we're going to go to put men and women on the on the grounds. It's not the president; it's them. Speak to them to be able to get a speaker so that way we can get moving forth because nothing can be done without a speaker in the house. Our own turmoils causing issues that needs to be fixed. So people, go to your congressman, go to your senator, go to your, even go to the president to be able to say, hey, let's do this. We need a strong unity in our country to do right for our own citizens in Israel. God bless you. God bless our troops. God bless the American, the men and women that serve the blue, the EMT, the fire department, the doctors and nurses that do and do their work and take care of us and put their lives on the line. They need it and they need our support, especially our military as of right now. They don't need to need to have backlash or worried about the woke. 
it's time to worry about our future and our and the future of our children's children. Thank you and good night.